What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Um, healthy, alive, doing well, doing much better. Um, that's uh, that's good. Did you did you practice COVID over Christmas? COVID protocols? Uh, no. Um, no. No. Oh no. Uh, no. The the we we did the the hugging and the you know all the the, the social distancing. We oh, didn't how do. How dare you? That. How dare you? How dare you put people's lives at risk by giving a loved one a hug? How dare you? Yeah. Well, see, in my defense, it was actually the um, those that we're supposed to be protecting, right? The older, the, the, the elderly among us, mm-hmm. uh, they were the ones that were insisting on a hug, full well knowing oh. the entire situation. Uh, oh. In fact, those ones have lived through multiple pandemics before, um, and they're not scared of this one. You mean real ones? Real ones, yes, yes. I, I honestly, I, I don't know what to tell you. The irresponsibility that I'm hearing coming out of you is just—it's—it's it's beyond reproach. Uh, and I'm—I'm mm-hmm. I'm disappointed in you, uh, to be fair. And I'm—you <laughs> picking up on my sarcasm? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's good. I'm glad you had a nice Christmas. But I guess now it's time to—now uh, it's time to get back to business, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have Marty coming on today. Odd for a Monday. We're going to have him on today. Uh, and I think Ned might be dropping in as well. I don't know about that one yet, but uh, it would be nice to hear from him. He hasn't been on in quite a while. He's been kind of busy with the holiday and stuff. But his town just went into a tier four lockdown yesterday. And so we're going to uh, try and get him on for uh, his take on the situation and, and what's going on over there. But anyway, uh, this morning, we, uh, we've we got a lot of points to cover. We've also got some statistics on gun buying, I think. Uh, those numbers are off the charts. And we've got some numbers on video games. I know that sounds kind of odd, but there's a reason behind that. And then New York. New York is going absolutely crazy. Bruce, there's mayhem in the streets. There's mayhem in the streets of New York City. And it's not from what you think it's from. But let's start with the video game industry. They're booming Mm. right now, aren't they? Well, I mean, everybody's locked in. They can't, uh, you know, they can't do anything that they normally would do. They don't have the sports that they would normally watch and they don't have the movies they would normally go out and watch. You know what so, I think is interesting? You, you know what I think is interesting? Like uh, we're, we're kind of included in that crowd as in we, we can't really go out and do the things we would normally do. And you would think that we would spend more time playing games. And and I'm sitting here, I'm wishing I had the time to do that. Right. Yeah, we, we don't have as much time as we used to. Yeah, and, and I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, can I get an hour in to do something to distract me for a little bit? And I don't even have that. Like I have to schedule yeah. an hour to do something. Yeah, I think that's part of the side effect of being an adult, uh, a responsible adult. But, you know. But to the point of sports and uh, video games and movies, uh, video games uh, this year alone made about $180 billion in revenue. Oh, is that um, all? That's, <laughs> yeah, that's all. Um, it's more than the movie industry and sports industry combined uh, for this year, which, you know, would, that's not really you know, kind of a... The, well, yeah, you can't really film movies unless you're Tom Cruise and you're screaming at people mm-hmm. through a mask and, and hitting people with a meter stick. Right. 
So that's not going to happen. And then, of course, unless, of course, you're filming out of the country, which a lot of uh, Hollywood movie sets have folded up and they're, they're either in Canada or they're in New Zealand right now or they're in different parts of the U.S. filming. So, you know, go to a state that's open. Hell, Florida's open. We'll talk about what's going on in Florida today. You're not going to believe what's going on down there. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'll just spoil that right now. Guess what's going on in Florida? Nothing. When I say nothing, <laughs> exactly. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about a shutdown. I mean, everything's open. It's been open for months. <laughs> Anyway, all right. That's that's for later this afternoon. But anyway, so yeah, I, I understand that 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 number is going to be high. But what about? And here's the question: What about development? I mean, you would normally have people get together and they would develop these things in like a, a development studio, but they're not doing that. I mean, can you can they take all these rigs home with them now and and do all the development remotely? I mean, technically, they were able to do that remotely beforehand. Um, you know, with uh, the technologies that we have, uh, Zoom, Skype, um, for the video game world, Discord, we, we, we have these mediums to communicate with one another through voice chat, through video calls, um, text chat, what have you. Uh, technically, they would be able to do those brainstorming meetings um, on that platform and, you know, uh, do programming at home. In fact, uh, companies are finding that the their workers are more productive from home. But in the in the um, in the case of the movie industry, uh, last year they had a a, a um, revenue of a hundred billion. Uh, this year, however, they're expected to have lost thirty two billion. So they made sixty eight billion is the the estimate. Well, um, to be fair, the, the movies are crap. It's not it's not that that people are just simply not watching. They're not because of the content. People are not watching them because they're crap. They're junk. Um, so one of the movies that released during the pandemic, uh, what was it, Tenet? Um, I actually yeah, heard it, that it, was it really bombed. Crap. It bombed. It, it did. It it didn't do well because of the pandemic. But I've I've heard that people. It was one of the ones that you you had to actually watch it twice. Um, because uh, just the way the movie played out, uh, it, it played with your, your head a bit and to grasp things, you had to watch it twice. I saw, a and I heard it was, you know, pretty good. Yeah. I saw a statistic yesterday. Was there a Wonder Woman release? What was there? Was there a Wonder um, Woman movie? There was, there was supposed to be a 1980s Wonder Woman released and I, it hasn't released yet. That won't happen till next year. No, I think. It, it did. It released overseas and they only made 30 million on it. Uh, I don't know if it's the same one or if that's a different Wonder Woman. I don't uh, I'm not really sure. I know uh, I'm, I'm not hip on movies and stuff. This is from other people that I know. I, I know there's one coming up. It's like a 1980s. Uh, one, but I, I'm I'm not sure if there was another one that released. To be honest, I haven't. I'm sure you can just search or Wonder Woman bombs at the box office, and I'm sure it'll come right up. Well, the one uh, the one I'm thinking of is 1984. But that could have been the uh, one, but it's well, either I either way. Yeah. E- either way, movies are m- movies are a, are a dead thing at the moment because the theaters are closed. By the way, AMC Theaters found a buyer, so they've sustained enough in that buy to. Uh, cover their operating costs through the end of the year. But I mean, if if they can't get it together by, I don't know, whatever, then they're not going to reopen. Hey, look, you want to end this? Then reopen. That's all you have to do. Ignore this stuff. Like it's, <laughs> I, I hate to, I hate to keep harping on that because I sound like a broken record, but literally if you want things to go back to normal, just go back to normal. It's yeah. literally that. I, I hate, yeah. I hate the fact that it's that simple and it's just not being done. Yeah. Uh, so to clarify on the Wonder Woman 1984, uh, it released on December 25th. Uh, so uh, the budget was 20 million, it looks like. 
Uh huh. Um, the Google reviews, user reviews say it was a 73%. Another one that says it was a 2.8. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 66. IGN gave it an 8 of 10. IMDb gave it a 6.1 out of 10. So, I mean, average, I, I would guess. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm not seeing how much money it made uh, right now. Well, either way, I, I think movies now are just, they're, they're nonsense. I, I was literally, I, I was flipping through, I think it was, um, uh, what was it, uh, my Amazon video stuff today. I'm literally, I'm flipping through all that stuff and I'm like, this is all just junk. I didn't even care. I turned it off. I, I turned it off because there's just yeah. nothing on there. Yeah, everything's going the political correctness or or the, you know, uh, feminazi or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, those 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 directions. And honestly, I, I don't care. I go back and watch some of the classics, you know, that have some of the the, the crude humor or the, you know, the, the, the stuff that is illegal now uh, in our mm-hmm. society, apparently. And that was good programming back then. It was funny. It was entertaining. And now it's just kind of. I told you I've been watching this. I've been watching a TV series from back in the the late '60s uh, called Dragnet. It was kind of you know like the yeah. Law and Order of its time. Yeah. I've been watching that because it's good. It's a good show. The Andy Griffith Show, probably my most favorite TV show of all time. And you can't watch it now. I mean, I think they're gonna. I think they have canceled it already. Uh, as like the reruns of it, uh, they can't play them anymore because it doesn't fit with the times. So well, I mean, I, I watch woke stuff like Star Trek, um, TNG, or. Or DS9 mm-hmm. or... Well, know, yeah, that stuff. Ones. But that was that was even before the... Uh, I mean, you can call that woke, I guess, but that was before the um, uh, the, the political correctness. I mean, yeah. I don't know if... But that's my point. It's woke. It's woke. And the, it, and yet they still want to cancel it. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the... I don't know if you've seen the new one. I guess. I, I guess it's not woke enough. I don't know if you've seen the newest ones, the Discovery ones on CBS streaming. No. It's pretty pretty woke. Same thing with... I know bits and pieces of it. Uh, from that one and the the one that came before it, I know I know bits and pieces of it because I've played one of the video games that's regularly updated with content from those. So I have a general idea of what went on in those shows, but I, no, I'm not. I didn't watch mm-hmm. shows specifically because a lot of them were politically correct, and some of them, just from a lore standpoint, they completely revamped what the Klingons look like and that whole storyline there. So. Mm-hmm. Um, just it, it didn't really interest me yeah all right let's uh let's get over to uh some gun numbers let's burn through these uh we're yeah. up quite a bit aren't we we're uh, we're up i read yeah. today it was 20 million uh nicks checks background checks that's through the entire year of 2020 i would venture to say that number's a little higher than that that would be my guess yeah, yeah. um so last month alone was up 40 percent um over the previous month um uh, it was, let's see, in June, we had 3.9 million just in the month of June, <laughs> almost 4 million. And the, the, the top before that was 3.7 million in March. So because of all this nonsense, but overall so far this year, this excluding December, uh, those numbers have not been tabulated yet. Obviously the month's not over yet. Um, they had 35 million, almost 36 million at 35 million, 758,000. So uh, the previous year, uh, we had 28 million, almost 28 and a half. So uh, that, that's a that's almost a 10 million increase from last year. That sounds about right. If you're one pissed off person, and I think we have a lot of pissed off people, oh, pissed off people, but also concerned people, because uh, some of these places were having riots and whatnot, and the police weren't doing anything about it. So mm-hmm. what's what's the next choice that you have? 
Go you out and buy yourself. a firearm yourself and protect, you protect yourself. yourself. That's, yeah, that's what the Second and Amendment also, is there for. The also, the people that have left the cities that are now able to be gun buyers now, I would chalk that up to that as well. Yeah, uh, it's not it's not just the right that are buying up guns. It's the left as well. I mean, Democrats are just as concerned about this as as Republicans. Honestly, and I've are between. I know some woke people that are buying guns. They're going to uh, when I when I say woke, I'm talking like okay, not not crazy crazy lunatic, but I, I know. Some, uh, let me put it this way: I, I know some liberal some people. There's some crazy liberal people that are encouraging. Yeah, but, there was. They're buying them for a different reason, though. No, 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 no. She, she legitimately this this woman was um, she or still is. I don't know. She was a uh, host of a TV show or something. I don't remember her name. I'm I'm horrible with uh, celebrities, but she's one of the crazy left woke. She was um, sexually assaulted. And she's like, yeah, I'm for guns now. It's an equalizer. Okay. Right. And so she's for it. So, I mean, I, it's sad that it took that kind of an experience to get you on board because that's what we're saying. It's an equalizer. You know, we want me personally, I want women to be to be able to have guns because I do there's too. some crazy dudes out there, you know, and well, crazy women as well. But, uh, you know, I, I want them to be able to protect themselves uh, just the same as I want guys to be able to get guns, too. I mean, you know. It's just it's an equalizer. Protect your family and protect yourself, you know, your, your, your property. I've always said nothing's more exciting than than seeing a woman go out there and and outshoot a guy, you know, because it, yes. and to be honest with you, to be to be completely honest with you, in my experience, what I've seen on a lot of times on the range, women are better shots than men. Mm-hmm. Um, to that, I have many of my family, the women in my family are all capable of shooting firearms. In fact, over the uh, the holiday, I was um, shown a video of some of my cousins um, firing uh, some AR-15s, and um, let's just say they are how, a good shot. How dare you? How dare you bring up those dangerous weapons that use that are used on a battlefield? <laughs> right? Yeah. Is that what? Is that what? Is that what old uh, gun grabber O'Rourke had to say? Yeah, something on those lines. It's. Um, those those guns that look scary and are dangerous. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Whatever. Losers. Th- those people probably never held a gun in their lives. True. I always found the ones that are against guns are the ones that don't know how to use them, and that's that's just it. I mean, that's a fact. Or never use them. Not not just that they haven't. You know that they they don't know how to. It's that they have never used them. I mean, you can use a firearm and not know how to use it. Well, yeah. I mean, that's. I guess. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. But I mean, the last thing that I want on a range is somebody that's shooting a gun that doesn't know how to use it. That's the last thing I that's, want. Uh, yes and no. It depends on the scenario. Because I mean, it, you know, if you're taking a buddy that's never fired a gun and you're teaching them to fire the gun, that that's a little. Uh, I mean, if you're if you're teaching them, I I, I I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, oh, I understand. I, I, usually when you have people out there, this has been my experience because I've taken anti-gunners and all that stuff out on the range. I'm like, hey, just come on out the range with us. And of course, once they get over that, uh, that fear that the media and everything else has put in them, that uh, a gun will will kill you regardless of uh, whether a person's on the trigger or not. Once they get over that fear and they actually do it themselves and they they shoot at that paper target and they see how well they do. They're always the first ones out there showing everybody around, you know, their little circle or whatever. Hey, look how good I did. And they they become a, a pro gun person after that. Yeah, no, it's it, if you just do it for uh, the entertainment side of things, it's enjoyable. It's fun that you could have little shooting competitions, right? I mean, it's, it's one. I mean, it's a it's a kind of an expensive hobby. 
uh, nowadays, especially. Ammo is very expensive and difficult to come by now, both in part thanks to the government and also because of uh, just people are buying it up. But um, because of the government. (laughs) Well, yeah, because of the government. It's going to get worse, though, if uh, Biden does take office. They're wanting to tax buying uh, ammunition heavily tax it where we're talking like 30 40 percent uh tax well they might need it especially in the streets of new york because you know what's going on in the streets of new york right now bruce it is mayhem it is absolute mayhem in the streets up there i'm gonna be honest that when you first mentioned this to me i thought did somebody sneeze and they it caused a stampede well almost but it's a stampede of a different kind now we love our new york listeners and we talk about uh (laughs) <laughs> the New York governor and the, and the communist mayor up there at nauseum and how great they've been to the citizenry up there, don't we? Uh, don't, don't we all agree on that? Do, do we agree on that? Yeah, it, they've been stellar performers in all of this. I mean, if one person becomes infected with uh, with covid, then they just shut the whole city down. They, they shut those. I mean, is, isn't saving just one life worth it, Bruce? No, better safe than sorry. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the businesses that have defied this. And rightfully so, I might add, the businesses that have defied this and gone against these these despots and kept their businesses open. Well, they've been smacked with fines. They've had the police come around there and and bully them and threaten them. And they've even had the street vendors. They've even had their licenses pulled. So they'll have the uh, the public health department come around there and pull your business license. And it's not even just street vendors. It's also people that have like yep. uh, storefronts. And mortar. And, yeah, yep, that's true. So the street vendors and the people that had the brick and mortars are now becoming street vendors, but they're becoming illegal street vendors. So people that are selling live crabs, uh, bras with rhinestones, old shoes, freight electrical cords, knockoff Louis Vuitton clutch bags, disposable face masks, and Mets caps. Those are just to name a few. Illegal vendors, right? It's mayhem in the streets up there. They're taking over New York City. Illegal street peddlers are hawking such items that have taken over the outer boroughs, clogging sidewalks with their secondhand wares and pulling customers from pandemic ravaged mom and pop shops. You see this? You see this? This is just it, it's chaos. It's chaos. The, the, the audacity of these people wanting to make money. So everybody seems to be pointing the finger at Mayor Bill de Blasio. So from Brooklyn to the Bronx to Staten Island and Queens, most of the, uh, the boroughs there, except for Manhattan, folding tables and mats rolled out on the ground, forced pedestrians to go single file or step aside so they don't get run over. In the Bronx, 149th Street and Fordham Road are hotspots. So is Fifth Avenue. Oh, man, have you seen what's happened to Fifth Avenue? That's a disgrace. That is yeah. a disgrace. It's all boarded up. Yeah. Uh, Fifth Avenue and Brooklyn's Sunset Park and Flushing's Main Street, especially the few blocks from the post office at Stanford Avenue and the seven train station at Roosevelt Avenue. So these are your hotspots. This is uh, this is what you're going to do. So on Maine, between Sanford and 41st Avenue, the post... Uh, yeah, on... Uh, let me see. On Maine, between Sanford and 40, 41st Avenue, they counted 27 street vendors, illegal street vendors, right? It's mayhem up there. It's chaos. On just one side of the street, two pulled out yellow licenses. They showed the... Uh, showing that they're military veterans. Six shook their heads like they didn't even understand English. The others turned away or looked down when asked to show their licenses. I don't blame these people for going out there. The city has unjustly and illegally shut them down. What on earth are they supposed to do? People have to make a damn living. You know, this couldn't have happened to a better city. And I don't mean that, you know, towards the people. I mean that towards the government. Because of the actions of the government, as you said, what else are they supposed to do? What else do they have that they can do? Apart from 
people ignoring them, I, I really don't know what else to do. I mean, I, I understand that. I mean, do, do people not get that they cannot stop everybody? If an entire city opens up and says, all you people in, in public office, you all go straight to the bottom pits of hell where you came from and we're going to open our businesses. There's not enough police to stop that. And, and I don't understand why. I, I just I don't get it. Is it is it the fact that people are just not getting the right information? The fact that people are are worried, well, I don't want to stand up because if I stand up, then I'm going to go to jail. They're going to put you all in jail anyway. They're locking you in your house. Is that or is that not jail? Lockdown is for prisoners. They're restricting your movement. They're, they're taking away our rights to, to a free movement. How, how, how is that not how is that not like uh, being under arrest anyway? House arrest, if you want, if you will. I just I don't understand because it's so simple to stop this as a populace. It's so simple to stop it, but yet people aren't doing it, and, I, and I'm not quite sure why. I I, I really don't get it. Are, are people that glued to the TV and to this fake message that they're being uh, force fed? I I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. I'm I'm just I'm kind of perplexed at this point because I'm using Florida as an example here because Florida's open, right? F- Florida's open. There's no uh, any of this stuff. There's no lockdowns or any of that stuff. And, and people are not dropping over dead down there. So if that's happening, then why? And by the way, they're not restricting flights from California and New York, I might add. So people are still flying in from those two <clears throat> hotspots. And those are supposedly the worst places in the country over there. So where's all this mass death and overrun hospitals that everybody's talking about? They're open. Their businesses are doing well. People are moving there because they want to be able to do business and live life as normal. People just want to live. That's all they want. They're not asking for much. You know, the average person out there, literally all they want is a house, a couple of cars, maybe a swimming pool and a job. That's it. That's it. That's not asking a whole lot. But you see what's happening here is the plantation owners, shall we say, the elites, if you will, which they're not elites, they're just losers. They have decided that we are occupying what they believe is theirs and we're being kicked off of the reservation. That's what's happening here. See, they think they own all of this. And so they're going to shut everything down using the arms of the government bureaucracies. They're going to bankrupt your business, force you to sign over your property to have your debt forgiven. But then, of course, you end up with a zero asset future, right? You own nothing under the Great Reset, which, by the way, Bruce, the Great Reset, that's a conspiracy theory now. Did you know that? It's a conspiracy theory. The BBC has cleared all that up for us. They've cleared all that up for us. So, yeah. Anyway, New York, good on the people of New York. Keep doing it. That's all I can say. Keep doing it. I agree. Keep exercising your freedoms. We are going to have to go. But again, we will be sitting down with Marty later on this afternoon and possibly Ned. Uh, It'd be great to hear from him again. Bruce, I will see you later on this afternoon. Thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more. Please check us out later on today. And I hope everyone has a great morning.